You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and I'm here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Tammy Martin and John Martin from the Young Black Leadership Alliance. You know, stereotypes aren't good for anybody, and usually the best way to spell them is to start a conversation and present something different. Our guest on the Brand Builders podcast didn't like the way that young African men were being portrayed in popular media and set out to present or even create a different picture. And that is how Tammy and John Martin started the Young Black Leadership Alliance, and it is making a big difference. We are really excited to hear about this story, and welcome to our studio, Tammy and John, and thank you for being guests on the Brand Builders podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you both. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Scott, for having us. We're, we're definitely excited to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. You guys yeah. are doing great work in our community community and your website shows pictures of well-dressed smiling young African men and women and and I think that's your goal right like tell us how you came up with the idea for YBLA and how you made it all come together okay so I'll I'll start with that so um, I started the organization this is John obviously I started the organization and really the organization started by a weird conversation that Tammy and I had Um, it was one of those days where we were sitting, I was sitting on, on the couch watching football and, and Tammy came up to me and asked me a really a strange question. You, you remember the question? I do remember the question. What was it? What are you passionate about? So, so oh, of course. that's a deep question. Yeah, yeah. Right we're trying football. to watch football. Yeah. Dang. That's like a little too deep in the middle <laughs> of football. Right? Oh, wait a minute. So, Is this a trick question? <laughs> yeah. So, of course, my first answer, and, I, and you know, what I usually do is shrug my shoulders, right? Yeah. So, my first answer was like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> football. Yeah, they're about to score. <laughs> this is my team, and they're about to score. But, you know, truthfully, I couldn't answer the question. I mean... You know, it was one of those things that stuck with me for a while, um, and I just couldn't answer it, and, and it really started to bother me. At, at the time, I was working at a company, Hewlett Packard, um, and I was I was doing work and I was doing really good stuff, but I wasn't passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Had played sports my kind of younger younger life, um, but I knew I wasn't going to play sports at the time, so I was like, oh, I really didn't have an answer, and started thinking about it, start praying about it, and really kind of after a couple of years, I went to this conference and, and the conference was called Get Motivated, oddly enough. <laughs> and at the conference, Rudy Giuliani was talking about leadership. I go in, I sit down and I get this vision that says like, what would happen if you had, you know, kind of the same type of speakers that was at the conference feeding into young black men. And at this conference, it was like the list of all, you know, all the speakers you want to see. It was George Foreman, Rudy Giuliani, Zig Ziglar, Colin Powell, I mean, Susie Orman, everyone. And I get that vision. Um, and really that vision was kind of the, the catalyst. So I run home. I go to Tammy <laughs> and I say, I Baby, know, I got it. I got it. Finally <laughs> got the answer. It's like, <sighs> you know, this, this light vision comes over my head and I'm like, I got it. I got it. I go back and I say, hey, Tammy, you know, I want to help young black men. And and do you remember what you, you have said? have to set me up. No, yes. Okay. Yes. Have to set me up. Now, okay, so that's when it started. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, are you still with Hewlett Packard? No, you know, so so interesting enough, so I worked for 10 years. Um, so so after this conversation that Tammy and I had, and that was kind of the catalyst. And, and from there... Um, went back and started talking to other people in the community and said, hey, you know, I really want to help 
I really want to make a difference in our community. I really am passionate about this. So for 10 years, we, Tammy and I, mm -hmm. and probably 10 other 10 volunteers other. worked full-time, yeah. our regular jobs, mm -hmm. but then we also volunteered and, and, and did this work. Um, so mm -hmm. 10 years, we kind of had two full-time jobs. Literally. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Woo. yeah. No longer though, right? No longer, no. no longer. Yeah, so so after that, um, probably about 10 years, lots of things kind of came in, came in together. Um, we had an investor that said, hey, we love what you're doing. Um, but we, we want to see, we want to invest into the organization. Then we had some board members come on board and really kind of kick in and get us started. Uh, and then at the same time, you know, we, we really had the growth of the organization really, right. really exploded. Right. Um, so those three things came together and, and really allowed me to, uh, on December 22nd, 2016, allowed me to, to, to stop, kind of retire from Hewlett Packard or a version of that and then really start working in the organization full-time. So I was the first full-time uh, employee mm -hmm. on December 22nd, 2016. So cool, man. Yeah. That's a huge step. Really yeah, huge big. step. Oh, yeah, oh. It was very big. I'm curious. Okay, so you found your passion, mm -hmm. and then you knew there was a need. What, what, what was the need? What were you seeing in your community? Was, was there a lack of leadership in general in your community? Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about how you came to that moment and say, we can help these children. Yeah, yeah. So so the first thing was, you know, that I recognized and, and, and there's two parts of the organization. So so let me explain that first. So so we had we started with young men uh -huh. um, and we did the young men. Um, we for did that for the 10 years. Mm -hmm. Right. And then every day during that time, someone would ask me the famous question of. <laughs> What about the young ladies? What yeah. about the young ladies? When are you going to start the girl version? That's right. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to get this. I'm really, I'm, I'm zooming in here. I, I got more than I can handle with the guys. And, um, and, and everyone really started looking at Tammy for the young ladies. Because the pressure was on me. That's Absolutely. Right. Yeah. 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 So what happened was after we got so many requests, it was like, how in the world am I ever going to be able to do this? We were so busy with doing the guys and focusing in on them uh, to the point where it's almost like it hit John. It's like, you know, God just gave me this vision. It's like, okay, you need to stop the excuses and go ahead and start the girl version, which I called Young Black Women, which was YBW at the time. Uh, John and I do not have any sons, so it was always a conversation with others like, wow, y'all doing the guys and you don't even have a son so um at the time when he came home and said that yes this is what i want to do now at first it was like okay that's good let's move on you know because <laughs> we have done you know john have had come up with so many different ideas so you know it's like this is just another one of his ideas <laughs> so when i realized that this really is gonna stick um then we kept going into it and 10 years later um fast forward i started the girls in 2015 um, at the at the end in December 2015, so I started with a conference with the girls, and I was amazed at how many parents was actually looking for something for the girls in that same vein. Um, like I said, we have a daughter, and at the time she was a sophomore in high school, so it was so many things that I wanted her to get before she goes off to college. So 
pretty much it wasn't as bad as far as the content of planning for YBW because we kind of used the same content except put a girl twist on it. <laughs> so I pulled my daughter and three of her friends that I called my co-founders of YBW and we was able to put together a logo, the colors, a, a tagline, and our tagline was Empowering Women for Future Leaders. Uh, so it was fun building it up until our first conference, and we literally filled a 600-seat auditorium wow. in like four days, Scott. Wow. So blew our mind. We had no idea. We thought we'd always be behind the guys because they had a 10-year run. <laughs> you know, so, but of course, the girls came in and kind of dominated. Oh, well, yeah. 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 But yeah. no competition. Stuff. No never. competition. Never underestimate never. a woman. Never, <laughs> never underestimate no, a woman. Never, never. never. Yeah. So we decided, uh, we had YBM, we had YBW, and we decided, let's just blend the two and just make it YBLA. And that's how we came up with the yeah. name YBLA, which we started uh saying that in 2017 yeah yeah so that's a so back to back to your question right so so you asked me like what was it we were seeing so so one of the biggest things that we were seeing is that um all the the young black men the way they were being portrayed Mm -hmm. in the media um was all negative Mm -hmm. so so what was happening is all these negative things that were being said and shown were were actually creating a reality for our young men that wasn't necessarily true so I knew from looking at from from my friends and the folks that I worked with and some of the young people that I knew that there are a lot of positive young people out there. So you asked about, um, you know, the you noticed like everyone that's in our organization is dressed really nice and has that real professional profile. Mm-hmm. And again, what we're doing is we're changing perceptions, right? Changing people's mindsets because if you always see young black men, kind of if you watch them on television, you always see them either as an entertainer, right? So they're either an athlete or an entertainer or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, unfortunately in the news, we see them a lot of times kind of breaking the law. So we know that's probably, that's really a small percentage of Mm -hmm. what's represented there. So what we wanted to do was flip that on its ear and show something positive. Mm -hmm. So so we have our young people doing positive things in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, So we focus on leadership, we focus on service, and we focus on education. So those are our three pillars. So those three things help us to really create what we call create a new reality for our young men, but also change people's perceptions. So so when we have young people out and they're dressed in suits or they're dressed up really nice and they come into a space, mm-hmm. first thing they do, people look, right, and say, okay, wow, look, look at these young people. Mm-hmm. And then when they're super articulate, they're not, they know how to hold a conversation, they know how to shake your hand, look you in the eye, have conversations with you. That again changes everyone's perception. So those are the things that we really, we really were looking at and said, mm-hmm. okay, how do we impact? How do we change that? Right. And another way we did that by bringing the girls in is now it's filling the gap. Where you have the strong leader as a young man, but also the strong leader as a young woman. So by bringing the two together, we are literally creating better families. And John and I constantly think of what legacy will we leave with this? And it is about building the next generation. We want the next generation, our daughter's kids and her grandkids and so on to be to have a to be stronger than our generation. And and the main thing is, like John was saying, is changing perceptions and mindsets, because now when you look at a young black woman or a young black uh, male, you don't have to think of what you normally see on TV. You think of them all as high potential. They can strong in leadership. They can actually serve the community and give back. And that's exactly the morals that we teach both men and women. So, 
What are, what are your numbers look like now, um, both on the men and the women's side? And and I bet you guys have some incredible stories. Yeah, incredible have stories. Brian, I thought you were on my side. Yeah. Come on, Brian. Come yeah. on. Hey, so I'm not work like with Brian. me here. What so, was your next uh, question? Brian. No, that's a good question. So, Tammy, put, Tammy answer that question. That is a great question. Oh, uh, are we out doing the men now? Oh, man. I just set up John. You that's know. Right. Set him up. Get ready to lay up. And not that this is a competition. Right. No, no, no. no, no. Not that, not that I'm bragging, <laughs> but I know the girls probably outnumber the guys two to one. Two to one, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Two to Tammy one. Tammy bringing it. Yeah, well, well. Uh, John, where you been, man? Hey, you know, it was just ten years. I had a ten year head start, yeah. you know, so I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to overdo it, right? You know, so. you know, they always say behind a strong man is a strong woman. Well, so that's, that, that, that's a really cool. Well, thing. it all yeah. started with the question, man. Yeah. Right? Uh, what are you passionate about? Yeah, you know. And, yeah. you know, but that, that brings up a good point, and Tammy, and this is yeah. before we jump into the really the nitty gritty and what you guys do, right. like how, how proud are you of, uh, of John and, and just asking that question yeah. and then now where it's come, like, because, you know, me and my wife, one of the things she said when we got married in the, in the note was that I was the first person to ever challenge her to be better. I was the first wow. person to, to, to not let her yeah. settle and say like, yeah. You don't need, you can be whatever you want. Right. right? And I, and she had never told me that. Right. So like right before I'm going to walk down the aisle, I'm over here crying. Like, Cause it <laughs> so, meant a lot. Right. Yeah. So you yeah. just asked a simple question during a football game mm-hmm. and now look where it's gone. So like, tell me like, how proud are you of him? And, and I know you're proud of her. And like, just tell me how that, that wow. whole experience has been. I mean, to be honest with you, my mind blowing, yeah. Lily, John has always even when we dated now john has, has a military background so he traveled all over the world he's lived in how many different cities can you even yeah. count right. but anyway i lived on one street same house 18 years the, until I, the street is named after her family and the street uh-huh. is named after my family yeah. in statesville so literally 18 years same environment mm-hmm. he had multiple environments so when we got together of course my mind is a lot more limited than his because he could think all over the place. Now, in, in a way, it used to drive me nuts. I'm like, okay, can we just get one thing <laughs> and just, let's just do this one thing. But he was one that he could just see outside around corners. Oh, we could do that and that. So what happened is that he actually built me up more. So definitely, I am doing things now that I never, ever imagined that I would do. And I know it's because of John. Uh, just watching him and how he started organization because I pick at him a lot because he do have a lot of ideas. But when this one hit, I realized, oh, this one's going to stick because I knew that, you know, even God told me that is what he was created to do. So I knew from there he is going to do something big with this. We never knew how big and I never knew my part in it because my background was healthcare. So all I, my passion was elderly mm-hmm. and I wanted to Make it better for the elderly people as far as housing and all that. So 25 years, I focused on geriatrics. Never did I think about teenagers, except for the one that I had at the time. So I never thought my mind would even go outside of healthcare to be able to go to teenagers and want to make a better life for them. So literally... He started it. <laughs> so, so he, when, he literally started it. So yeah. when, when we talk about the scale, right, um, and that's the thing that, that blows our mind. Mm-hmm. So right now in, in um, Charlotte, we have about 500 students, um, and that includes our high school and college students. So 
that those students go to 51 different high schools. Um, so not only in CMS, they also go to schools Cabarrus. in Cabarrus. Mm -hmm. We have students as far as Rowan County that mm -hmm. come and participate in our program. Mm -hmm. um, so just the and scale of that. And Rock Hill, right? Uh -huh. So just the scale of that. And then when we think about like the impact that we've had kind of beyond the students, um, so we travel internationally. We take our students mm -hmm. uh, to international spaces. We do mission trips every year. Um, we've done a global kind of cultural trip to Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. So really just being able to reach out and impact people. So we, we kind of estimate the numbers around ten to 15,000 people that we've been, we've been able to impact. Wow, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Which is amazing, it right? It is amazing. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and it all started, you know, from a question. But, you know, there's other things that built us up kind of throughout our lives that lined us up perfectly to do this work. Mm -hmm. So when we think about like our legacy, you know, not only are we building an organization that's, that's literally going to impact people um, and we and we want that to last well beyond us, the impact that we're making kind of as we go on gradually throughout life is, is larger than we ever thought about. Right. And it just shows that one person, two people, three people, four right. can really have an impact beyond what you think about. You just got to get up and put one foot in front of the other right. in the morning and get it done. Mm -hmm. I love it. And, and I don't want to ask you what's your favorite story because that's kind oh. of a, a tough question, but, but there's got to be some really special ones and there's mm -hmm. got to be ones that stick and there's got to be ones that you tell others and, yeah. and, and, and that make an impact. So could you share one of those stories with us? Yeah, that's easy. I, well, I do have a lot of them, but one that really stuck was one thing that I personally love to do is blessing other people. Mm -hmm. So especially the kids. Yeah. So we had this opportunity. We had full ride scholarships for mm -hmm. some of our students that was graduating from high school going to go to college. We knew particularly there's a mom, single mom, that had her that had a son that, you know, financially didn't quite know how it was gonna work. We were able to give this young man full scholarship to his to his college, HBCU. So the joy of it is it was me, John, and my daughter in the car. And we had her okay. own speaker and we got to tell her, the mother, that her son is gonna get a full ride scholarship. And what, wow. yes, it, it actually blessed us to be able to hear the mother. Of course, she was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, her reaction was exactly what, you know, we thought right. it was going to be. But the joy of that was that my daughter could be in the in the back seat and could hear how you can make a difference in somebody else's life. So that really touched Jalen, our daughter. So she was like, wow, she really, really needed that. And I knew, I knew at that moment that changed her. And one thing that John and I want to do is we're not doing it for us. We want to do it so it's contagious where other mm -hmm. people will want to help other people. So because it is priceless, it's just so much more to know that, hey, we have done this and we'll allow this young man to go to college financially free of any burden. All he has to do is just focus on his grades and his mother getting the pleasure of no stress on how she's going to send him to, son send him mm -hmm. to college. That was priceless. That was probably one of the one of the moments that definitely stuck with me. Absolutely. So, so my stories are. I mean, I got a lot of them too. But my stories. I'll, I'll tell a recent one. Um, one of our young men uh, during our we do an interview for one level of our program called the Ambassador Program, and mm -hmm. one of the young men was just really, really shy and wouldn't look you in the eye. Was very um, just lacked self confidence and. Usually we don't we don't in in this program you don't get to get into that program kind of with that and and 
Tammy convinced us to take him. Tammy's always convincing us I'm to take him. She's, she's got the bleeding heart. I was like, nah, we're not going to take him. <laughs> nah, not today. Tammy's like, you're taking, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, Tammy's, you're taking him. Tammy's like, oh, the babies, you got to take care of them. And, and so this young man, um, for our, we have a leader's ball. So for our leader's ball, this young man was our keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. And wow. it, it, it went from, it was probably about, two to three months into kind of the training you literally saw a light switch on this kid and, mm-hmm. and so now this kid will look you in the face he'll shake your hand he'll talk you to death he'll ask you a bunch of questions <laughs> and and the thing was really like he just lacked self-confidence he just needed someone to believe in him mm-hmm. and he needed some other people that looked like him that were around him that were moving up in a direction so he could catch the sail right mm-hmm. and th- and that's all it was and this young man, I mean, he, interesting enough, so after the event, his mom got on stage, was crying, and, you know, talking about, you know, how she was really concerned about sending him she to college because she didn't mm-hmm. think he had the self-confidence to be able to make it to college. Mm-hmm. So now she was excited about watching him grow, watching him blossom and get on stage and do this. No problems at all about sending him to school. He just got a speaking engagement mm-hmm. from one really? of the people that were in this crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to give him a hundred dollars to kind of go speak before. <laughs> right. before Very cool. Awesome. And again, it's just transformational. Right. So, mm-hmm. so what we're doing is is transforming people's lives. And the real objective is to build a network of leaders that can then go back and impact their community. Right. Mm-hmm. So, one, it's one thing to help a young person be successful and reach their high, highest potential, but really, what we want to do is replicate leadership in the community so if you want to change a community right the best way to do it is to find some young people inside of that community and teach them how to serve that community and that's Mm -hmm. what we do how do you is there a program in order to get into your program how are you qualifying these children and yeah what's the process there how do they find you how they become a part of your organization yeah sure so so in our so we work with students um ninth through 12th grade so that's kind of the starting point um so you have to have a 3.0 to get into our program and there's two reasons for that so the first reason is we give them a a significant amount of work uh, in leadership service and education and what we don't want to do is take a student that's struggling and give them that additional work and have them fail right so that's that's the second thing is we ask our students to mentor elementary, middle, and high school students. So they're going to be role models to other students. So you don't, again, you don't want to take a student that's struggling to go have and talk to an elementary mm-hmm. school student and, and talk about the struggle. Mm-hmm. So what you do want to do is you want to take a kid who's already moving in the right direction, who's talking about college, who's talking about books they're reading, who's talking about service work they're doing, go back to an elementary school student, probably the same elementary school that they went to, mm-hmm. you know, probably sitting in the same seat or talking about the same teacher and say, hey, you know, I had that teacher, right? Here's where I am today. These are the things that I'm talking about. There's an instant connection there that the elementary school student makes to that, to that next level, right? Mm-hmm. So I can go back to an elementary school and I, I tell people, I got about 47 seconds. I could tell a couple of jokes and they're like, eh, <laughs> that's somebody's grandpa right there, right? <laughs> and, but if you take a young person mm-hmm. that went through, you know, has the same issues and has the same things, what you're doing is you're aligning them perfectly in the, in the distance between the elementary or the middle school student to the high school student is not that far away. Right. So then they, in their mind, they can see, oh, I can be in that next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
That's so powerful. And, and I feel like in this society, there's so much negativity yeah. that mm-hmm. people are, are really like, they want positivity. Oh, like gosh, there's gotta yeah. be something. And maybe yes. if you ain't getting it from home, yeah. you're not getting it from school, right. then maybe it's 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 the YBLA that walks in and has that conversation yeah. and goes, right. light bulb. Light bulb. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. like because I, that's the biggest thing now. It's like, right. there's so much negativity. Yeah. How can we change that? So like, yeah. God bless y'all for doing this. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> it is you. awesome. So I have a question. Um, okay. You do have a lot of, of corporate sponsors and, and we're going to talk a little bit about getting in touch with you because we, we would love for, for our listeners sure. to donate, um, but not only donate money, donate time. So tell us a little bit about the co-ops that you guys do, the mentoring opportunities, and how can people in our community get involved with YBLA? Sure. Wow. You want to? Do you want me to? Okay. I've got, I'm thinking of so many different ah, things. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. I'll go. See, I'll talk until she gets started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so um, co-ops. So co-ops and internships is one of the big things mm-hmm. that we're working on now. Um, so, so what we started to see was uh, corporations were coming to us because we have this talented group of young people. So we stick with our young people, a group of them from high school into college. So we have 80 college students that are spread across the United States. They're, they, they are as far as UCLA, mm-hmm. as close as A&T or UNC Charlotte. Um, so we have students literally across the country. And what organizations and companies were coming to us and finding and saying, like, hey, you guys got this talent, right? So you guys got these young people that are high potentials you've invested in. You know, they have all the soft skills. We would love to get our, you know, we'd love to get access to them. So we then started to put together programs and said, hey, you know, Duke and Bank of America, you guys have internships. How do we connect these young people with these internships Mm -hmm. to, again, bring together two issues, right? So you are looking for talent and these talented young people are looking for jobs, right? Mm -hmm. So now we're starting to bring those two pieces together. So that's our internship and our Mm -hmm. co-op program. Um, We volunteer. Yeah, go ahead. As far as our volunteer uh, opportunities on our website, there's a, a button where you can push for volunteer and we have events like every month. So we ask uh, the community to come in. We have parents that volunteer, even uh, employees at our corporate sponsors. They come in and volunteer, and you can literally just sign up. So that's how we do it, because every month we have what we call a second Saturday, and typically that's an event where we ask for uh, employee engagement or either, or even even people in the community can come in and volunteer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, we um, we're so appreciative of you guys coming on the podcast, and I think it's such an awesome story that just one question turned into to really helping ten to fifteen thousand people. And I honestly believe that's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool that 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 Charlotte's kind of the hub, but. I see this going a lot of places. So that's the hope. That's the hope. Um, (laughs) But tell us, how do they get in touch with you if they want to either, um, you know, volunteer if they if they want to get involved? If 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 there's a student or somebody that they think would be a great fit for this, what's the best way to contact you guys? Yeah. So the best way is our website. Website. Um, So it has all of our information. It has everything on there. So it's www.youngblackleadership.org. Um, so it's pretty easy. So www.youngblackleadership.org. So we call it YBLA. So it's just the, the uh, acronym for the initials. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Thank you guys so much. Honestly, it was a pleasure to have you on here. We can't wait to share the story. Um, if you are listening, please go to their website. Um, you know, John and Tammy, I, I, I couldn't be more proud of you. I know thank this is you. just the thank beginning you. and, uh, and God bless you guys and God bless everybody you've helped. All thank, right. you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. 
For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.